Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading today from 1 Corinthians in the ninth chapter, beginning in verse 1. Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are not ye my work in the Lord? If I be not an apostle unto others, yet doubtless I am to you. For the seal of mine apostleship are you in the Lord. Mine answer to them that do examine me is this. Have we not power to eat and to drink? Have we not power to lead about a sister or wife as well as other apostles and as the brethren of the Lord and Cephas? Or I only and Barnabas, have not we power to forbear working? Who goeth a warfare any time at his own charges? Who planteth a vineyard and eateth not of the fruit thereof? Or who feedeth the flock and eateth not of the milk of the flock? Say these things as a man, or saith not the law the same also? For it is written in the law of Moses, Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. Doth God take care for oxen? Or save he it altogether for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt, this is written, that he that ploweth should plow in hope, and that he that thresheth in hope should be partaker of his hope. If we have sown unto you spiritual things, it is a great thing if we shall reap your carnal things. If others be partakers of this power over you, are not we rather? Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things, lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that they which minister about holy things live of the things of the temple? And they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar? Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. But I have used none of these things, neither have I written these things, that it should be done so done unto me. For it were better for me to die than that any man should make my glorying void. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me, what is my reward then? Verily that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law, as without law, being not without law to God, but of law, but under the law to Christ, 
that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. We thank the Apostle Paul for writing this letter. He wrote to the Corinthians, but we know that the Apostle Paul was assigned to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to Gentiles, people that never knew anything about God because they were idolaters. But the Apostle Paul is letting these people know that if they want to challenge whether he is an apostle, he's telling them that they are proof of his apostleship in that they didn't know anything about Christianity. But he preached it. God worked miracles through him. He prophesied and all the work that he did. God supported what the Apostle Paul did, even to the saving of their souls. And he let them know that he did not take advantage of them to do it, even though the, the gospel, the word of God supports the fact that the people are charged to take care of their spiritual leaders. The Apostle Paul said, even though that is that is, is right, he didn't manipulate the people. He didn't lie to them. He didn't steal from them. And he preached the gospel without charge. So God, help, help preachers today, help all of us today, that we learn to live by the gospel and do what God has charged us to do so that we don't get out here and let the devil turn us into preaching for filth and lucre, preaching to gain favor with certain people. But we're preaching the gospel because people's souls are lost. And God has charged us to preach the gospel and to preach it with clarity, with understanding. As he said, that he was able to gain those people that he would gain that brought them into the gospel of Jesus Christ because he understood his job. So pastors, preachers everywhere, let us understand the gospel, understand what the charge is. God said in my, I will give my people that acknowledge their iniquity, pastors after mine own heart that would feed them with knowledge and understanding. Let us understand that fact. And that means primarily that every pastor should have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. If everyone is moving forward together, then success takes care of itself. Henry Ford. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity. God, to experience the dawning of this new day with the saints of our mind, activity of our limbs. We're asking you again, God, today to please forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought. And that again today that you will continue to lead God and direct us that we be who you would have us to be in this last and evil day, keeping us reminded that you are God and you are God alone, that it is you that have made us and not we ourselves. As we move forward today, Lord God, we ask you, God, to continue to keep us enveloped in your favor. That as we move forward, God, that you're going to demonstrate in our lives love, joy, peace, and happiness. 
You're going to let healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtake us as we go. God, in our conduct, our attitude, our character will explain and will define our clarity and understanding of the gospel to help other people to understand that there is a way out of the darkness that they're in, out of that lack of knowledge, out of the following tradition of men. Uh, we'll understand that we should give our heart to the Lord, give our hearts, God, to you, hallelujah, because if we only give our hearts to serving a man, then that's all we're going to ever reap, God. But you told us to walk in the spirit, and if we walk in the spirit, we won't satisfy the things of the flesh. But if we walk in the flesh, we're going to only satisfy the things of the flesh. So we know, God, because of what you did, God, you let Jesus speak it to Nicodemus. A man must be born again of the water and of the spirit. And God, and you brought that prophetic utterance to fruition on the day of Pentecost. That 120 in that upper room initially, God, they began to speak in other tongues. God, the Bible declared, and it sat upon each of them cloven tongues like as a fire. This was the promise that Jesus said that he would send the Holy Ghost that would keep the people comforted because he said another comforter is coming. And so the Holy Ghost is the other comforter that has been sent by you, Lord, at the request of your son, Jesus Christ, for all of humanity. So help us, God, today to preach and teach without fear, favoritism, or compromise but to preach and to teach and to demonstrate with clarity, with understanding, with purpose. God, hallelujah, with pride, with dignity, with diligence, Lord God, to help people that don't know and don't know that they don't know. There is a way out of that darkness, God, but they must repent and accept the baptism of the Holy Ghost when you, at your discretion, should grant it unto them. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God, and for as pastors and as spiritual leaders, God, hallelujah, we want people to understand that in your word, you said that a man must be born again. You provided the Holy Ghost and you let us know, God, that your word is that we must repent by acknowledging that we are sinners and then seek you in sincerity and in truth. Understanding your word as it's been taught to us by those that have the indwelling of your spirit and rather than fight it and defy it, God, we accept it for what it is that you would baptize us to with the Holy Ghost, and for as many as believed like that, God, you have baptized with the Holy Ghost that we have the dwelling of the Christ of God, that as we move forward, God, the enemy is on the prowl, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy, but you're going to continue to keep us enveloped in your favor, helping us, keeping us reminded you're with us, never to leave us, nor forsake us, keeping us reminded when you allow things to come upon us, God, that you're right there with us, that you've given us power, God, to resist the devil and make him flee from us with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, that we can turn things around, God. And when, for those of us that you've baptized with the Holy Ghost, God, we, God, use our testimony. We help others to realize we too were right where they are. We were believing just like them. We thought because we hurt and had a certain level of academics that we had it made because we could read and we had good comprehension, but the Bible declares that we must be born again. There's no way around that. So help us to help people to understand that they must stop trying to defy your word because of secular academics. God, but they need to be baptized, hallelujah, 
with the Holy Ghost and in water in Jesus' name, so saith the scripture, that we can be, God, who you would have us to be in this last and evil day. So uh, refresh, God, every pastor everywhere this morning. Let your anointing come upon each one of us fresh, God, that we're going to stand and preach and declare this gospel, and we're going to declare it, God, without fear, favoritism, or compromise. We're going to do as the Apostle Paul explained, God, to those Gentile people, God, hallelujah, that they were proof of his apostleship, that he preached to them and he at no charge, and God, and he, they received the Holy Ghost, so they need to be careful, God, hallelujah, they allow the enemy to manipulate their thinking, to look down at others, God, so we know today that with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have the indwelling power, God, to move forward, God, as the scripture teaches us, to even speak those things that are not. God, and they will be manifested in our lives. God, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. God, in the way, God, as the Apostle Paul was able to say how he was able to prove his apostleship to the people because he introduced Christianity to them and they knew nothing about it. God, we want to understand that, and the principle of that is that as we move forward, we cause people to understand, God, that we have the baptism of your spirit because we don't walk, God, as we once walked. We became new creatures. Our language has changed. Our conversation has changed. Our appearance has changed. Everything about us has changed, God, because of the indwelling of your spirit. God, and so we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God, again this morning. We're asking you, God, to turn every home into a God presence home through prayer and reading of your word, God, seeking you in sincerity and in truth. God, that you're going to baptize them with the Holy Ghost when they begin to pray in that home together, when they begin to experience the freedom from all of those depressing spirits in that home. And they want to get out to the church house and seek you in sincerity and in truth where you're going to baptize them with the Holy Ghost that they too would have the indwelling of the Christ of God. For those, God, hallelujah, that have lost loved ones and their hearts are heaven, they just don't know what to do. God, by the Holy Ghost, you're going to console them and comfort them and strengthen them. That they're going to be able to lift themselves up and you're going to give them the wisdom to know how to move forward, the courage to know how to move forward and why they should move forward. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. We ask the Lord God again to look on all those, God, that have lost their livelihoods, God. Hallelujah. God, and they're struggling to maintain their self-sufficiency. Many have already lost it. Many have lost their jobs, God. They've lost their homes. God, hallelujah. But I pray and I believe in you this morning that everyone everywhere, they cry out to you in sincerity and in truth and be patient and wait for you. God, just continue to walk this word, lift this word, be a sign, God, to people that don't know and don't know that they don't know that at your discretion, you're going to reestablish us, God. You're going to, if you have to make us uh, entrepreneurs, if we have to own our own business, God, in the name of Jesus, that when you, we take, God, this initiative that you put in us, take advantage of this creativity that you put in us, God, that we move forward and we begin to do these things, God, hallelujah, that the general population, God, the people in general, God, would be benefited by the things that you put in our hearts to do. And when to do, God, we'll be able to hire people and pay them wages. 
that's a comment that's commensurate at least with the cost of living God that we know like many companies and people are underpaying their employees while they're getting wealthier. And we know, God, that you've had just about enough of that. And you're turning things around. This is why we have all of these wars and all of these things that are going on now. God, all of this fighting is going on. God, and money is being spent in war. God, hallelujah, when the people would just learn to live at peace with each other. God, this money that's being spent to fight and kill each other, we could... This money could be used, God, to help other people that are trying to live right, trying to live honest, but they're just in destitution and desolations. God, that you would bring them out and you would cause them to flourish. God, and everybody would benefit, God. So we thank you, God, this morning. We're asking you, God, for those that have lost their way by leaning to their own understanding, allowing their feelings and emotions to control their decision-making, as I ask you every day, I'm asking you again today, and I'll continue to ask you, because there is somebody somewhere, there's some of us somewhere that profess that we are your servants, God, but we are weak. God, hallelujah, and the enemy is working on our minds, God, and many people, as the falling away is taking place, many people are giving up because the enemy has hurried his pace by talking to people family and friends and people that don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost and try to provide us with the wisdom to know how to live. God, and we are professing that we have the baptism of your spirit. But what they're doing is, God, they're causing people to fall away from the truth. But we're asking you this morning, God, where you hear that cry. Lord, please forgive me. I knew better. I know better. Help me, God. Strengthen me. Please forgive me when you hear that cry. God, you're going to move in these individual lives, God, and turn things around for them. God, and prayerfully and hopefully all those people that tried to drag them down, lie to them, deceive them, manipulated them, God, hallelujah, they will begin to seek, God, you for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And our prayer is that you would save them, baptize them with your spirit, God, that they can turn, God, and the people that had been influencing them, that they can turn and cause them to turn. We thank you this morning. We give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory because everything is because of you. We thank you for it. And we're asking you, God, again this morning to strengthen those that are in sick beds. God, wherever they might be, God, we beseech you by your mercy, by your healing virtue when you hear that cry. Lord, please heal my body. Get me out of this sick bed. Whatever their cry is, God, they want to get back on their feet. And when you hear that dedicated cry, when you hear that sincere cry, God, hallelujah, we trust and believe, God, that you want to move by your spirit. And where you find God's sincerity, you're going to restore health and get people back on their feet. The people are going to be wondering, you had that and you're still living? This is what, God, we know you want to hear because we're going to testify God did it. Hallelujah. And people will turn from the darkness prayerfully to this light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when they turn with their whole heart, you're going to baptize them too with the Holy Ghost. So that on the day that the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds with the trump of God and with the voice of the archangel, and when he shout hallelujah, the Bible declares unto us as we pray this morning, every morning we reference this scripture every day, God, because we need to get it deep down in our hearts, God, that that day is coming that the Lord Jesus is going to shout, that trump shall sound, 
God, and then the Bible declares that the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then those that are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. And this is our hope. This is my hope. And I know this is the hope of everyone that embraced the gospel for what it is and trusts you for who you are, that you're keeping every promise that you've made. Our problem is we need to come up to meet God, the requirements for the promises to be manifest. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. And until that day shall come, we know that you're going to maintain our cause. We know, God, that you're going to continue to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your namesake. And God, we know that you're going to continue to supply us according to your riches and glory with whatever it is that we need to do what you've charged us to do or commissioned us to do. God, and are to say, in the name of Jesus the Christ, God, we do believe all of this, God, to be manifested in our lives, that we're going to be caught up and meet the Lord and shall forever be with the Lord, be with you in eternity. In Jesus' name we pray and we do believe it so. Amen and thank you, God. Good morning again, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem. Nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And you keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would the men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.